Ken Ham from the Creation Museum. Welcome to the show. Well, good evening. First up, can we discuss your scientific credentials, please? I'm an Aussie. Yes. Well, as am I, but this doesn't describe your credibility. Well, whatever you want it to be. Excellent. So we're starting at the bottom. Yes. You recently, inverted commas, debated Bill Nye. Are we in a stage now where we only have half logic? Or perhaps just half a brain? By the way, I agree. So we can agree on something. What did you want to discuss today? I want to concentrate on dealing with the word science. It's a big word, isn't it? Now, what is science? Not what you think it is, Ken. Uh, Science is kind of hard without changing your interpretation of the word. So I have a question. Go ahead. Can you name one piece of technology? Sure. Let's pick uh, Ray Comfort's eight horsepower solid gold butt plug. Okay. Or Joel Osteen's teeth being completely artificial. I mean, we could even analyse the minerals and agree on that. Yeah, back to Ray's device. You were saying off-air that he's quite proud of his achievement. Well, he's most adamant about that. And you yourself played a part in the design. A double-action worm gear set with three hinges of the robotic arm. How is it powered? Using the radioactive element americium. So not using polonium-210, as was previously rumoured. There's a big difference between those two. Really? How do we know? Well, it's subjective. Any final advice for the religious community? Out or the supernatural. Seriously? You've changed your views on mysticism? Yes. Think about this for a moment. We're talking about the past. Do you have any final tips for the kiddies on Ray Comfort? And I encourage children to follow people like that and make them uh, their heroes. Ken Ham, thanks for coming on the show. You really want God to show you as you search up the silver and gold. He will show you. He will reveal himself to you. Welcome to The Herd Mentality, an eclectic weekly mix of atheistic and humanistic conversations with complete strangers. I've never met them and they've never met me, but we're throwing caution to the wind, taking a risk with a dodgy internet connection, and God willing, get an interesting conversation for you to listen to. I'm your host, Questionable Adam, at Adam Reeks on Twitter, and it's time to meet our guests. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first interview for The Herd Mentality dating episode. It's all very exciting. I get to play Cupid for a change. And talk about happy stuff. Looking forward to this. I've got Lamar on the line with me. How are you? I'm good, Adam. How are you? Couldn't be happier to do wonderful things for wonderful people. Oh, thank you very much. You're... I'm looking forward to this. I'm <laughs> good. excited. Good. You're one of the few brave souls who's actually put their stones on the line and said, what, what have we got to lose apart from our dignity? Yeah, but you always have your dignity at the end of the day. Uh, you know, I, I think more women will like a guy who comes out and is honest about their feeling or puts themselves forward, exposes themselves in a sense. So ah. it's not too bad. So, yeah, there's an attraction in vulnerability. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, everyone well. wants to see an emotional side from a guy, I think. <laughs> well, thanks for, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity. Your Twitter handle is at secular underscore humanist. That's right. And you're based in Sydney. Yes, I am. Actually, not far from where I am. No, not too far could have saved the uh, the free Skype call, just hand you over, had a couple of beers, talked through it. That would have been good. <laughs> so, look, down to the nitty-gritty, how old are you? I'm 27. Ah, perfect marriageable age, I think. <laughs> it's, uh, did you hear that, ladies? 27. And your gender? Uh, I'm male. Good, good. All right. Whereabouts in Sydney are you? Uh, in Western Sydney. All right, that'll do. That's all we need to know. You were saying to me off air you've had a uh, new development just down the road, five minutes from you. Yes, we just had a new um, Anglican church centre built. <laughs> and what, no hope for love there? I'm not too sure. I, I'm, in a, I'm in an electorate. For people who are listening, I am, I'm a very politically driven uh, individual. I always pay attention to the politics, uh, what's occurring not just in Australia but around the globe. I'm very much a progressive leftist. I deplore the... Liberal National Party, and I'm si- I live in an electorate which is uh, has historically been in a liberal 
um, seat for the last 30 years. Okay, so what's, just for those who don't understand, what does that party represent? The Liberal Party, Mm. anti-science, little government, minimal social security, little assistance to the working class, more more business orientated, less taxes, privatised and independent education, not public education. And those are things that I can't say uh, they're not for equality. They're more for helping out the individual rather than thinking of helping the rest of society. Mm. So it's something I've uh, grown up with ever since I left my war-torn country. I'm initially born as an Afghan, so uh, I've always been brought up to think of family first. Yeah, right. But family first is another party that perhaps doesn't... uh... (laughs) I think... (laughs) The former um, head of it, one of its members was uh, Steve Fielding, I think it was. Mm. He went on Quanda and there was a question, and Richard Dawkins was an actual audience in the seat, and there was a question from the audience member who said, can one be a believer in God and uh, a believer in evolution? And Dawkins said, absolutely. Um, whereas this guy goes, look, we got scientific information and, you know, I'm a creationist. And I'm thinking, he's a member of parliament. And he's a creationist. Mm. It's a very concerning fact for Australians to be concerned about these yeah, things. Quanda for the international audience is a program on Australia. It's a bit like the BBC Question Time or, or something similar. It's called Q&A. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of audience interaction using Twitter. So you can tweet in and uh, interact with the guests and the, the panellists and the host and so forth. And Richard Dawkins has been on there. He demolished Cardinal George Pell. <laughs> That's right. But back to the, the family first thing you mentioned... Uh, Family First is uh, one of the Christian, well, the the major Christian party in Australia. (coughs) Yes, that's right. Headed up by Fred Nile. Yeah, now, uh, yeah, it's Fred Nile now, yeah. Mm. And he's a terrible human being, in my view. Well, yeah, he, um, I actually wrote a tweet today on his um, Twitter about making exclusions or exclusive rules for Christian children in the public school system. I'm thinking... That just goes against the whole system of the public education system. Hmm. From your Twitter profile, by the looks of things, you're into sport. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do follow sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you follow them or do you play them? Um, I used to play. I'm 27 now. I stopped playing football, as in soccer, in the, as it's known in this country. I stopped that when I was 18. I had a sporting injury when I was playing for my local football club when I um, hurt my Achilles. Mm-hmm. That stopped me from playing, and I was a little bit immobile. I found uh, playing a little bit hard, but I, I try and stay active, even though I've stopped playing. Uh, I do tennis every few weeks. I um, I do basketball, mm-hmm. so I enjoy watching my football, my tennis, my basketball. Yeah, rugby league. I've slowed down on rugby league, but you know, I've always mm-hmm. been a follower of rugby league. What sort of relationship are you after? Uh, I, I don't have any particular preference. Uh, I just because um, I'm calling into an atheist, so I. I prefer someone who's rationally minded and can um, think critically and is skeptical and makes evidence-based and rational decisions. Someone to just have a talk to, have a laugh, socialize, go out, having no expectations in the short term. Mm. It's more about meeting and socializing and just getting, getting to know people. Mm. Have you considered going to some of the atheist meetups? Uh, I've gone to a few. Like I went to, I think it was the Sydney Atheist Society or something, where I've gone to a few meetups. Over the last few months, it was work schedule that was getting in the way of um, actually going to these things that, um, yeah, limited it. So I'm hoping to get back into it. Hmm. What's your field? My field, I, I finished with a double degree. Mm-hmm. Um, my first degree was a Bachelor of Business Marketing. I worked in, in sales for a year. 
Mm-hmm. And then I decided to just to go for a career change. So I went back to uni and I did postgrad law. So I've graduated from my law degree uh, last year. I'm currently in the process of getting my practicing certificate qualifications from Australian National University. Mm-hmm. From June last year, I was working in a law firm in North Parramatta in general practice. So commercial matters, property, rules and probates, construction law. So I work in that area. I suppose I've got to ask, what sort of person are you looking for? Uh, are we talking like age or particular looks? Yeah, or? Well, you know, attraction is part physical, part mental. Yeah. I think we know now what sort of mental angle you're after. <laughs> yeah. But somebody within your age group, somebody with yeah, a low... Yeah, I, I, like my preferential uh, age group of 20, 25 to 30, career woman, independent, rational thinking, can know how to balance between work, social life and orientated. What's one surprising fact about you? that you wouldn't have expected to put on the show? <laughs> Calling you and um, saying, uh, let's give this a go. It's very unlike me. Excellent. Yeah, it's very <laughs> unlike me to actually call up an um, atheist show and say, hey, um, I'm down for this um, dating episode and want to put myself forward. That's very unlikely. I-, I try and interact on a social basis when I go out. Mm. I hardly do it over the internet or through um, phone interviews. Mm. I can't trust my social skills. I had to rely on a dating website to meet the lady friend. <laughs> oh, you know, we all have our um, technique, you know. Mm. Um, uh, I've been fortunate where over the three years that I did my law degree, I, I had to learn how to talk. Mm. I think what I can take out of my law degree is that, yeah, I, I've got the confidence to go out and talk to people. But it's a little bit different because sitting behind a screen and talking into a microphone feels more different than sitting down on a couch at a bar or a restaurant and talking to someone exactly well you're not trying to chat me up presumably no no <laughs> i wouldn't be offended if you were no that's fine no, that, no. I, I i've been hit on by um gay people and i'm i'm okay with it right. uh, i'm have no animosity towards such um moves excellent well let, let's test that theory give me your best pickup line work your magic on me uh, i don't really have pickup lines come on really yep oh man <laughs> <laughs> okay let me go so okay, you've, so you, I'll, you've I'll just bought me a drink we're sitting yeah, down on so, that couch in the bar. Let's hear uh, it. Okay. So I'll go up to a girl. Uh, I'll introduce myself. I'm like, hi, uh, I'm Lamar, and they'll tell me their name. I'm, I'm Adam. Like, hi. Hi, Adam. Uh, mm-hmm. Nice to meet you. Um, what are you doing here today? Well, I, I popped down to see you. Get a okay. free drink. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Do you want to just join me on the couch? We'll just have a short sure. time. Yeah, I'll just... There we go. Okay. So we'll sit down, and I'll be like, I'll just look at her eyes, and I'll, I'll look at it, and I'll say... What co- uh, sorry, what colour are your eyes? I've just um, noticed they're a little bit different from everyone else's. Bloodshot. Bloodshot? Mm. <laughs> okay, that's not the typical response I get. Sorry, blue. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, come on, Aaron, you got to make this realistic for me, mate. <laughs> uh, blue. Really, they don't look that blue at all. And what would you say to that? It's because they're bloodshot. Because they're bloodshot. Can I have another drink, please? Um, yeah, sure. Um, why don't you go? <laughs> I'm not I'm making like, this yeah, easy, I- am I? <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Go and get your drink. And then I just follow to the bar. My best line, I go to a girl, I go, that's a really nice dress. That's a beautiful dress that you're wearing. Oh, thank you. But I, I've just noticed someone else downstairs wearing it. And <laughs> I leave it at that. And that, in some instances, it works. In some instances, it doesn't. So as soon as I say that, I say, I've seen a, that's a beautiful dress. I've just seen a girl downstairs wear it. Because girls try and tend to go out and look distinct from everyone else. They try and look different. So that'll play up in their mind sometimes. So I leave it. I come back 10 minutes later, I'll say my rate 7 out of 10 times, the girl comes back and goes, what did you mean by that? Which girl did you see downstairs? Because then she, she's talking to me. Right. If she wasn't interested, she wouldn't talk. She would just so, ignore me and give me a dirty look. So it's an icebreaker. Yeah. Excellent. Well, yeah. the ice has been broken. Yeah. Uh, let's continue the chat off air. 
Okay. So if anyone wants to get in touch with you, Lamar. Yes. At secular underscore humanist. Yes. Go and stalk you. Yes, go and stalk me. Brilliant. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Adam. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Ladies and gentlemen, down the line with me, I have Brandy. How are you? I'm excellent. How are you? Very well, thanks. Now, you're a, a therapist, from what I'm yes. told. What's your, what's your Twitter handle? I'm at Brandy Who. It's B-R-A-N-D-I-H-O-O. Fantastic. I think I'll now follow you. You're, um, you're a co-host on another podcast. Yes. Uh, we are Irreverent Skeptics. You can find us at irreverentskeptics.com or also on YouTube, also on Twitter, irrevskeptics. On Twitter, I don't think they gave us the whole name of Robert Skeptics, but yes, you can find us all over the web that way. Fantastic. What do you do? I mean, does the the title sum it all up? Basically, it's it's a skeptical podcast. Uh, we discuss news and and interesting, you know, current events, things that go on. We discussed the Ken Ham debate, for instance. That was our last podcast. Fantastic. I think there might be a little bit of Ken Ham on this show. No. Just just quite, <laughs> just off the record. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a huge fan. Of Ken Ham? Yeah. Oh, I'm a huge fan. I just love him. Of course you are. Of course you are. <laughs> He's our greatest ambassador. The Australian Wolverine, as it were. Uh, the Amish Wolverine. Amish Wolverine. Uh, according to Heath Enright from a far better <laughs> podcast than you and I both produce. <laughs> I wanted to add to that the pregnant. He looked a little pregnant during the debate. The pregnant. The rotund. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the gentle allure of gut just hanging out of the belt <laughs> oh my gosh i was horrified to see him using a, a mac computer I thought, oh no he's not part of our club huh absolutely <laughs> guards seize him <laughs> yeah i thought did bill nye bring him a computer what, what happened there <laughs> i didn't think they were allowed to have computers at the creation museum they Clearly. shouldn't be allowed computers or antibiotics yeah well <laughs> you don't believe in you don't believe in evolution no antibiotics for you mm. a couple of things uh because this is a, a dating episode of sorts but you're technically not single you're not married but you do have right. a boyfriend who's also a host on your show. Yep. John Ownby. Yep. We met actually through G+, through our interests in critical thinking and atheism, free thought. We ended up in the same circle and ultimately ended up meeting in person, falling in love online and meeting in person, and then uh, hosting a podcast, co-hosting a podcast. Fantastic. So, guys, there is hope. There is hope. <laughs> All you have to do is get just the right mix of Google, circles, podcasts, <laughs> and you're in business. <laughs> That's right. Post, post to somebody's pictures, comment on somebody's posts on G+, and you may fall in love. Oh, congratulations. Tell me a little bit about your work, what you do. Well, currently I'm not working, but uh, historically, <laughs> within the past few years, I've worked as a therapist doing substance abuse treatment with groups, individuals. I've also done uh, in-home family therapy, but most of the bulk of my experience has been with people suffering various drug addictions drugs, alcohol, things like that. And you've very kindly offered your services for people to get in touch with. Yes. Great. Yes. So long as they're interesting, that's the only criteria. It must be interesting and sincere, I'll say that. So you, one of the other things you mentioned off air was that you used to be a Muslim. I did. Back when I lived in Detroit, actually, Dearborn, Michigan has the, I think it's the largest population outside the Middle East, the largest Muslim population outside the Middle East. So I went to university with lots of Muslims and became enamored with um, the, the modesty and the veil and the, the whole thing, the wearing of the headscarf, and basically infiltrated. <laughs> they did not come to me. I came to them. So, yeah, I converted to Islam, and I was a Muslim for probably three years or so. Wow. And I wore the scarf and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and you escape? <laughs> yeah, it was just as easy as um, getting a job in Virginia and just taking off my headscarf and that's it. <laughs> it was just that easy. They're not the kind that, to come hunt you down and, and guilt you, actually. So not the fundamentalist, proper, full-strength, no. unleaded Muslims? No, never. No, those that only happens in countries where they're in charge of the government, where they have the power to have religious police and things like that. But nope, here in the good old U.S. of A., I was just free to quit and no yeah. problem. Because in, in the U.S., there's absolutely no religious infiltration of government whatsoever, is there? It's completely. Oh, there is. It's just a different religion. Yeah, <laughs> just a different religion. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Well, Brandy, thank you very much for coming on. Well, it was lovely speaking with you, Adam. Looking forward to working on some issues together. Yes, let's good do. Fun. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Bye bye. Ladies and gentlemen, down the line with me, I've got Sarah, exclamation mark. How are you? I'm doing well. It's Sarah. That's how you say it. Okay, I'll give it another shot. <laughs> Sarah! How was that? There you, that was perfect. Thank you. Thank you. So where are you from, Sarah? I am from a town called Spokane, Washington, but I live in Seattle because that's where the jobs are. Right. What do you do? <laughs> right now, I'm just looking for another job. I used to work at Microsoft, but not anymore. Oh, <laughs> sad face. Sad face. So, te technical. Yeah, technical. And your Twitter handle is at S-A-R-R-E-G? Yes. Fantastic. Just so we know who to stalk, because that's <laughs> that's pretty much the premise of all of this. But uh, you've got a dog? I do. Name's Keegan. A dog person, not a cat person? I'm an animal person. I would love to have a cat simply because I think they're really independent, and I would like to... I think that they would challenge me. They're the Beyonce <laughs> of the animal kingdom. Yeah, in the... Because they kept all of their natural hunting instincts, but they let us keep them as pets. Oh, isn't that kind? Good on you, Good on you cats. <laughs> well done. Now, you've called in for the dating episode. I really do want to make this as awkward as possible, so let, let's just run <laughs> through a couple of things. Let's do a little bit of role play. Pretend I'm a, a single gentleman, and we're sitting across the bar from each other, and I wander over. Are you the kind of girl who would like... A guy to instigate the contact, or or are you are you a cat? And you want to go and take control? You know what? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just I just like meeting people. If they're fun people, then I'm I like being around people that I would like to be around. I don't know if that makes sense. You know, they're fun people. Yeah, I think I'd meet contact. Sure. Yeah, great. But they do yeah. they do have to be a Doctor <laughs> Who fan from your email. Well. Well, it helps. Yeah, it's a, it's a very strict set of criteria you've given me here. <laughs> it's, uh, oh gosh, by the time we narrow all this down, I don't think there's anyone left to date. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the conversation goes this way. Either you've bought me a drink or I've bought you a drink. I, I, I just sort of push your hair back over your ear, lean over and whisper, you have beautiful elbows. I would probably say, mm -hmm. did you know that the elbow, there's a tiny bone in the elbow and if you add about eight pounds of force upwards, then you can break a person's arm. Yeah, right. Yeah. Gosh, well, that's terrifying. Gentlemen, uh, take I, note. Yeah, that's why I'm single. <laughs> it's just a long trail of broken arms in bars <laughs> around Seattle. <laughs> what, what sort of gentleman are you after? I like smart people. Hmm. Well, that counts out any listener to this show. Maybe. Well, mm. I just don't like people that don't have opinions on things. You know, people that are just really wishy-washy. They're like, well, maybe it's like this. No, you have a backbone. You know what you think, don't you? <laughs> if anyone's still listening, <laughs> well, I know. have Horrible. an opinion, enjoy Doctor Who, be comfortable around dogs and cats. Mm, be prepared to have your arm broken. Yeah, Sarah, you tick all the boxes. 
Oh, I was, what was that of like a stalker girl that you never want to meet in a bar or? Uh, well, I don't know. I'm not on the market. So um, <sighs> I, I don't know. I can't remember what dating's like. You'll have to tell me. I don't date. This is why I'm here. Right. Okay. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, well, probably not the ladies, probably, but I'm not okay. going to discriminate at S-A-R-R-E-G. Go and check out Sarah and say g'day. Well, not even good day. Say hi. Say hi. What about a pickup line? Give us your best pickup line, Sarah. Oh my gosh. I like. <laughs> See, I'm horrible at this. You should, just, you should just not use all of this conversation. You're just like, well, Sarah, this was a complete waste of time. No, <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> It'll be fine. So I'll finish up by just saying that the final line from your enormous selection criteria email is i'd like to date someone with a compatible view of reality thanks yeah i live i've never had i've never been able to share atheism in common with someone it's always i've never dated someone seriously when i cared so much about beliefs but now i really care (laughs) (laughs) and so yeah I i would love to share something with someone that we can agree. It's like, you believe nothing happens when you die? I believe nothing happens when we die. It's fantastic. Now let's sit down and watch Doctor Who together. Yeah. Great. We'll, we'll play the Doctor Who drinking game. <laughs> right. Well, all the best with it. Yeah. And uh, thank you very much for coming on, even with your cold. Oh, thanks for calling. <laughs> My pleasure. Take care. You too. Bye. Hi everybody, questionable Adam here. No surprises there. It's my show. Just a quick shout out to the to the people who did email me to come on the show and didn't get recorded in time. My apologies. If it's good fun, then why not do it again in the future? So I might just pop them in as little bonus material here and there. Really quickly, there's new network up at secular.fm and Tanner over at No Godcast and David Viviano from the Gamma Atheist Hangouts. They're doing a show on Saturday the 22nd of February till Sunday the 23rd of February. So 12 till 12. I think they're on the East Coast. I'm not sure. I haven't been to America. Factor in that for the time zones, but there's some great guests lined up to come on. 100% of the February support goes to Foundation Beyond Belief. So anybody who listens in and contributes money, it'll all be going to Foundation Beyond Belief. After that, 25% of all the monthly support after February goes to an alternating secular non-profit each month. So, wonderful cause. If you're really unlucky, I might even chime in from time to time as they're live on air. One last thing. All new tithers to the show who donate $5 or more per month at herdmentalitypodcast.com slash support will end up getting a hand-drawn cow posted out to them along with their ongoing afterlife insurance. So guys, any help you can send my way, much appreciated. All the best guys, take care.